You're listening to the Black Sheep Talks podcast. My name is Karina Greco, and I am your host. I am an online coach, writer, storyteller, speaker, and podcast host. My mission is to help others manifest a life of travel, adventure, and financial freedom. I created this podcast as a platform that allows for raw and authentic conversations to be the norm. I will be diving into all sorts of topics, including manifestation, mindset, self-love, healing, personal growth, spirituality, relationships, travel, the super yacht industry, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I am passionate about sharing the life lessons that I've learned and how certain experiences have helped me grow and evolve in this lifetime. My aim is to inspire you to dive deep into your own personal growth and manifest a life you love too. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Hello, hello, my fellow Black Sheep community. We are back in the plant medicine season, kicking off with episode number six, where we're going to be talking about what my mushrooms trip taught me in an intentional ceremony, plus the integration that I did afterwards. So if you guys haven't listened to the previous episode, which is episode number five, I talk about the intro, it's kind of like the part one of that time I agreed to take mushrooms with complete strangers. And I tell you guys a little bit about my why, why I did it, how the experience was, what the setting was, and what had happened throughout that trip. So if you haven't listened, definitely go back so that way you get a bit of a background before you listen to this episode or else it's not really going to make sense. Okay, so today I'm going to kind of go off with part two where I'm really going into the lessons that I learned from this and more importantly, not just the lessons that I learned, but how I integrated those lessons into my life afterwards. Because the thing with plant medicine that a lot of people don't realize is that they think that doing these types of plant medicines are going to just like cure them and heal them right after they do it, but that's actually not the case. And specifically for mushrooms, a lot of people don't really take mushrooms for that purpose, right? Probably some of you have done mushrooms before and you're thinking like, yeah, I do a mushrooms trip to just like get high, laugh at things, have a good time with my friends and that's about it, right? So yes, there is that way to also use the medicine to use it for, um, you know, for play and to enjoy life and to just have a good time. But like I said in the previous episode, I was never really the type of person that experimented with a lot of mushrooms. I always found them quite intimidating. Um, I always felt a little bit like scared about doing them and going into like a deep trip where I wouldn't be able to control anything. And that's where I kind of talked about in the last episode where I had to let go of that control. And if you go back, you guys will see why, or you'll remember why if you've heard it. So apart from letting go of that control with doing mushrooms, that was like one lesson, right? Really, really just surrendering to it, surrendering to the trip and just letting the medicine take me for a ride, knowing that nothing's going to happen, that I'm going to come out of it being fine and that I'm going to learn something about myself. So remember how I was telling you guys that I was like laying back, looking at the stars, um, you know, and feeling the universe, sending me messages, sending me messages of light and love that I'm on the right path. Well, this all was true. I did really, really feel this. I felt in my heart like, wow, like I'm really meant to be in Tulum. This is my place. The people that I'm surrounded with are the people that I'm meant to meet. And, you know, all of it just started to feel really, really aligned. So it was really nice to kick off like my first ceremony with that, knowing that, you know, 
this is where I'm meant to be sitting, like right in the spot. The reason I agreed to come to the ceremony and um, do it with a bunch of strangers was because it's going to open up new doors for me. And I got to meet a lot of new people who have become my really good friends from that evening. And it's been really, really awesome to kind of integrate this all into my life. Um, So yeah, the second part I really wanted to talk about was the other part that the ceremony taught me. Um, So with this being like an intentional ceremony, we were all sat around the circle. I didn't tell you guys in the last episode, but initially I had come to the ceremony with my housemate. And we, you know, didn't sit next to each other and we kind of spaced out because initially there were five people and we thought, oh, let's just all space out and like kind of, you know, give each other space. I had laid out my yoga mat because I'm like, if I'm going to want to lay down, then I definitely want this yoga mat here to, you know, have my little area. But what had happened was like last minute, literally like I think 15 more people had flooded in and I was just like overwhelmed. I think I told you guys that in the last episode. But more specifically, there was a man that came to sit next to me um, and he literally just came and sat like right on my yoga mat and I was just like so triggered by this. I was like, no, like you are in my space right now. This cannot be happening. Um, You know, and I kind of looked at my housemate and we both made eye contact realizing that there's like so many people around us. And I was like, why aren't you sitting beside me? Um, I don't want to be sitting to this random, beside this random stranger who is literally giving me like a weird vibe. So that had happened. And anyway, I kind of just was like, you know what? This is what's meant to happen. I'm just going to let it be. I'm going to let it go. Um, He had turned around and said hello to me and I said hello to him. And, you know, we chatted for a little bit. And then when we went to get our cup and stuff and take the mushrooms, we all kind of like, you know, sat in silence for the first couple hours and that was it. And then once the trip had started, um, you know, I wasn't even really paying attention to him. I didn't even realize he was really there or anybody else around me because I was so in my trip, like with the cricket and with everything that was happening. So with the music that I was listening to. So if you're like, I don't know what you're talking about, like I said, go back and listen to that previous episode. Um, But yeah, anyway, once I came out of this heavy, deep dive of a trip that I was in for what felt like maybe two or three hours, um, we all kind of started talking with one another. And um, it was really interesting. I had kind of turned around and there was like a circle of maybe like five or six of us. Everyone was kind of like in their own circles you know, talking to different people. Then there was Isaiah walking around giving everyone papaya and fruit and the elixirs were being distributed so that everyone could hydrate and feel grounded. So it felt really safe. It felt really nice. And I was like, oh, wow. Like I went from like a deep dive to feeling a little light and now being able to kind of enjoy this mushrooms trip as it's like, I'm coming off it a little bit and we're just kind of like laughing with one another and chatting. So it was really lovely. Um, But the group that I was sitting with, um, we formed some really deep conversations, specifically around the topic of self-love and relationships. And this was like, this has been a huge topic for me. And it was really interesting that it came up because it's kind of like really the, the start of my healing journey. Like, 
it all starts with self-love for me. And I've made a post about this today, and you'll see in this post that I talk about how I didn't really have a lot of self-love for myself growing up. Throughout my 20s, like even though I was really strong and resilient and confident and, you know, dated a lot of um, different men, attractive men, successful men, um, whatever it was, I like still like never felt fully um worthy of myself, like that self-love was missing. And, you know, we started talking about that in this group. And there was actually this one woman who um, was like a sex and relationships coach. And she started really talking about how as women, we often, you know, allow men to just, you know, take advantage of our bodies to kind of make us feel unworthy. And it's because because that happens, like why we let that happen as women is because we're not really truly in embodiment with our own self-love and self-worth. And when she was talking about this, I was like, holy shit. Like, even though I've subconsciously kind of knew that I had been doing this in my relationships or like with um, certain guys that I would meet while I traveled, or if I like ever had a one night stand, which I always like regretted when I was younger, um, you know, I always felt like really like just terrible about myself in the end. And like, it was always came back to the point of like, why did I allow that to happen? Or why did I, you know, engage in that connection or in that relationship or whatever it was? And always, it always came back around to me feeling like I wasn't enough. I wasn't worthy. And really it's because I didn't love myself. So we were really talking about this. And even the men started sharing, like the men were being so vulnerable, so open um, about like, you know, their failed relationships, their, their failed marriages or whatever it had been. And it was just this beautiful container of both men and women being so so vulnerable sharing their stories. Um, and f- as a woman really hearing like men struggle too, women struggle too. We all struggle. We're all human beings, right? We all have our traumas and inner work that we must do. And a lot of people don't want to face those shadows because they're afraid of them, right? It's scary shit. It's way easier to stay in your patterns and to just be like, oh yeah, I'm just going to keep like dating the same kind of guys, the same kind of girls. I'm going to keep making the same mistakes. I'm going to keep settling for less. I'm going to keep accepting less than I deserve. I'm going to keep pretty much like not loving myself is what what you're doing and what essentially I was doing. So I'm not going to get into like all of my relationship stories because to be honest, like I'm going to dedicate a whole memoir to that since I have so many. <laughs> but um, I will get into more of that in like another season when I talk more about self-love and relationships. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because this is really like what has set me off onto my healing journey. So Really, um, I think I mentioned already before, but like I ended up getting like really heartbroken just before COVID hit. Um, and I realized when I came home that like, you know, not only was I rethinking my whole life and what I wanted to do and how I wanted to create a business, but I was also really sitting with myself, reflecting and thinking about like, shit, I've got a lot of work to do on myself. If I want to be the woman that I want, that I envision myself to be at my high self, um, attracting this king that I want in my life, like I need to fucking step it up. Um, so anyway, this whole conversations while we were on this mushrooms trip with the women and the men in our circle was so vulnerable, was so beautiful. And I was just sitting there like so drawn to it and just thinking like, wow, like 
I really want to take these lessons and integrate them into my life. Like this is what I need to start doing. I really want to start fully loving myself 100% so that I never fall back into those patterns of like, you know, being in a relationship that doesn't fulfill me or where I'm in a relationship where right away I know that this person isn't for me and I'm trying to change them or they're trying to change me. You know, that's not love. And that's really where like the self-love is missing. And that's an example of what I kind of had in the past with ex-boyfriends. And the same with like, you know, just maybe meeting a man casually and engaging in a connection with him, but knowing deep in like my inner gut that like, oh, like it just feels icky. Like he isn't like the right one for me. But yet as a woman or as women, sometimes we tend to like still be like, oh, well, I'll just like, you know, hook up with him anyway. Or like, I'll just whatever. It is what it is. Like, I'll just try. Maybe, maybe like I'll like it. Maybe like we will have a connection. So those are just like some examples. And I don't know if it's like the same for men because obviously I'm not a man. So I don't know. But I can imagine that from the, all of my girlfriends and a lot of women that I've met, we all have very similar stories. We all have very similar experiences. And specifically, um, when we were talking about this, we were really highlighting that and just realizing that we're conditioned really by society to, you know, to accept this, to not have boundaries, to kind of like, you know, really lose ourselves and not work on our self-love and self-worth before we get into a relationship with someone else. So hearing all of this and speaking it out loud was like a huge awakening for me because even though I've known this for years and even though like every time I've had a failed relationship or a breakup or like even a casual encounter that has left me feeling like really low on the self-worth scale, I always like knew like Karina you are doing this to yourself. Like you don't love yourself fully and you got to go back and do the work first. So it's really funny how this conversation came up because it was actually um, Valentine's Day the next day, which is obviously like a holiday of love. And I will get into that later and what I did the next day. But let's kind of like before we go to that, talk about the second part of what happened in the ceremony. So remember the guy I said that sat next to me in the ceremony? Well, he and I just met that night and I did initially get this feeling that he was like very interested in me and I'm pretty good at, you know, reading energy. I'm really, I'm really the type of person that being an empath, I can walk into the room and I can feel right away whether someone is feeling like happy, sad, um, you know, whatever emotion they're feeling, like I can feel it. Um, you know, if someone cries, I cry. So if you have that gift too, it's really a gift. It is not a weakness, but sometimes it could feel like such a pain because you're literally feeling so many energies and you get so overwhelmed. So anyway, as soon as this man sat beside me, I was just like, I felt his energy. And initially it felt really invasive because of the yoga mat situation. And Then later when we were all kind of talking in a circle and we stemmed away from like the self-love talk, him and I kind of paired off and started diving deep one-on-one into our relationships. And I shared with him, you know, all of my failed relationships and like my last one specifically with my ex-boyfriend in Miami and how we were just so different. And like, I already saw myself trying to change him and like, Um, almost falling in love with his potential of who he could become because I was like, I know where I'm going and I know my vision, but like, I want 
my king to be to meet me there to like literally be on that same path as me and sometimes it feels so hard to find that especially as a female who's a traveler who's like so nomadic who's so fiercely wild and independent that it feels like it's really hard to connect with a man that is on that same wavelength as me um so the ty- types of men i've dated in the past if they've been like you know more like um conservative and like living the corporate life like that always clashed with me so anyway without diving more into that I want to just talk more about the situation with this one-on-one encounter with this with this man that I was um, sitting next to so we were having a very beautiful conversation and he was being super vulnerable as well to me about like you know how he's really worked on himself and really working on his self-love and I thought that that was like amazing I was like wow that is like so attractive in a man to be so vulnerable to be so open um and we were really having such a beautiful chat and I was really just like seeing him consciously as like such a beautiful person and this is like wow what a nice connection like to have this and to not have any sort of like you know feeling of like, you know, somebody's into the other person or they want something out of the other person. So I was really just feeling like, wow, this is really open and this is nice. Like, this is what I need to do more of. But funny enough, um, you know, my naive little mind didn't realize that it wasn't actually like that. Um, Even though he was saying all of those things and yes, he was conscious and he was self-aware and he was working on all these things, um, he was still in the end, trying to get something out of me. And when I found that out later, it was like, it caught me off guard. Um, So we had all like kind of like mingled, stayed up, chatting. And what had happened was like most people had gone home. I think it was like three or four in the morning. We had started the mushrooms trip at eight. Um, I remember me and my flatmate, we had bikes and we didn't want to bike back because first of all, Mexico is like so freaking dangerous at night. That is when things when things can go wrong, right? Like you don't walk the streets at night as a woman in a third world country. Um, you know, you just, you don't do those kind of things. It's common sense. So I went to my flatmate and I said, what do you want to do? We can't really bike home because it's three in the morning. I don't think it's safe. Also, we're kind of coming off of a mushrooms trip. We were exhausted. Um, so we just decided like, let's just like stay here. We can sleep on the rooftop, on the cushions, whatever. And my friend Shane said, that's fine. You guys can crash. No worries. I was like, sweet. So then what had happened um, is we were all kind of like dancing, still just like, you know, chilling, chatting to each other. And all of a sudden, um, the guy who I was talking to, who I had that beautiful chat with, he had literally just like taken me and kind of pushed me against the wall and started making out with me. And I was like, oh my God, what is happening? (laughs) Like I was obviously still coming off of my mushrooms trip. And I was a little bit like taken aback because I hadn't seen him this way. And I was just like really, really, really caught off guard, like I said. Um, And then my mind just started racing because I was like, holy shit, we were literally just talking about like all of the self-love stuff about like, you know, relationships. And then like, I thought this was a beautiful conversation and we are friends and now he's like trying to kiss me. And that's not the first time this has happened to me in the past. And man, if you're listening and if you've ever done this to a woman, like, please do not be that guy, right? Like 
if you have a deep connection with someone and you intuitively think that, it should just flow organically and it should not feel like you are coming onto her. And the same goes for women. Like, you know, I'm sure there's women who have done that to men and like, I'm pretty sure I've been guilty of that too. Um, So it's just like really like being in tune with what other people want and don't want. Um, And so I felt like, you know, he was very misled with the message I sent him. And you know, I was like kind of in that moment of like learning my lesson and not fully integrating it because even though I was hearing all of this talk about the self-love and, you know, loving yourself and knowing your self-worth, this was like the lesson, the second lesson that was presented right in front of me, like right in front of my eyes. It was like, here you go, Karina. Here's an example of a guy that you're not really interested in coming on to you Um, you know, potentially taking advantage of you and you not speaking up and saying no, right? You not putting your boundaries up and telling him that you are not interested. And partly because as women, we feel like we don't want to hurt the man's feelings. We don't want to, you know, embarrass him or hurt his ego. Yeah. But what about our fucking feelings, right? Like what about how I feel? Like if I feel like I'm not comfortable with the situation and that's exactly how I felt. Like I was just like, I don't want to be doing this. Why is this happening? And why does this keep happening? Like this is literally like, I don't even know how many times this has happened in my life, especially as a traveler, as a female by myself, you know, I'm the type of person too. I'm very social. I'm very, um, you know, kind and and friendly with everyone that sometimes men mistaken me as being too flirtatious with them, even though I don't see them in that way. So anyway, this is what I think had happened. And I was a little bit like, okay, like I had said to him, I was just like, you know, kind of like pushed off and was like, ah, like, okay, trying in a nice way through my body language to let him know, like I wasn't really into it. And then, um, you know, he was obviously just like, do you want to come to my room? And I was just like, no, I I want to sleep. Like I'm exhausted. I literally just had like an eight hour mushrooms trip doing an intentional ceremony where I'm like doing some healing work. And now you are actually like undoing my healing work. <laughs> like if that makes sense. We literally just had this huge conversation um, with everyone. And I was like, you were in that fucking circle. Like, did you not hear it? Did you not hear me like tell you all my vulnerabilities about all the fucking partners I've attracted? Um, so anyway, it just felt really like invasive. And I was really like feeling in this like low vulnerable place. And I felt like really like I couldn't open up my throat chakra. Cause at the time this was three months ago, my throat chakra was still very blocked. Um, and this is like what I've worked through is like speaking my truth and really saying what I want and what I don't want to men or women or to whoever. So anyway, what had happened is like, I, I had gone up to the rooftop and, you know, I was kind of looking for a place to sleep after this whole ordeal happened. And he came and grabbed my hand and he's like, why don't you just come sleep in my room where there's a bed? It's a huge king bed. You can sleep there comfortably, like just for you to sleep. So you don't have to sleep on the floor. (sighs) And I was like, stupidly like, okay, fine. Like, let's do it. Like, but nothing is happening because, you know, I wanted to just kind of tell him in a nice way, like, I'm not really into this. And I literally just want to go to bed. So we'd got to his room and, you know, we're laying in his bed and I was just trying to sleep. 
um, I think we kissed a little bit. And then, you know, I was obviously in my head thinking like, I don't want to be doing this. I'm not into it. Or maybe part of me was like trying to be into it because there's the woman in me, the socially conditioned woman in me coming out thinking like, maybe I should like him. Like he's so self-aware. He's older. He's smart. He, you know, has his own business and we've had beautiful conversations. We had a beautiful connection. So why does this feel so forced and so icky? Like, why does this not feel good? Well, it's because like I didn't have that chemistry with him and there was no forcing it. And to be honest, like he was a little bit forceful and it turned me off. So that was my answer. And the re- I don't know why I couldn't just express that to him. Like clearly I just literally couldn't. Like it was so blocked for me to just speak my truth. So after what seemed like a long night, I had think I went to bed, but he obviously like was trying to push himself onto me and, you know, not in like a way that he was raping me, like not like that, but just like, you know, trying to kiss me, trying to, you know, get close to me. And I was like, like, you know, I'm just really not feeling this. I just want to sleep. Um, so after that I left and finally got to go home with my flatmate and we went for breakfast. And that whole day I spent the day just like literally taking the day for myself, integrating what had happened. Uh, I had ridden my bike down to a place called Papaya Playa Project where they do a lot of different events. And there was actually an event going on that day because it was Valentine's Day. So back to the Valentine's Day whole ordeal. And I realized like, wow, this is a perfect day to have a me day. Like, so what they had going was like this, um, hypnosis, self-love hypnosis, where you literally lie down on the floor for like an hour and a half. And the woman on the microphone just speaks affirmations of self-love to you. And for some reason, when I read that, I was like, I have to go. Like, I have to go to that. That's literally meant for me. And then the second thing was like, um, you know, they were going to have dinner and sound healing. And then there was like acoustic music and you know, this whole kind of self-love evening going on. So I just thought, you know, this sounds like the perfect event. Let's do it. Like, even though I was so exhausted, I'd probably slept for five hours. I'm the type of person who doesn't like to waste my weekend away, especially because I do work really hard during the week on my business. I was like, I want to like be doing as many things as I can, meet as many people as I can. So that was that. So after that hypnosis, I literally felt like, wow, that was really great. So hypnosis, if you've never done it, is a form of subconscious reprogramming. And it's actually something I teach to my clients that I've been doing for a year myself as well with my therapists and, you know, different teachers that have taught me this. It's very, very good. Um, It can help you with anything. So this one was specifically geared towards self-love. And I realized like, wow, um, (laughs) this couldn't have come at a better timing because I have an example of something that happened last night that was a lesson. And now here I have to integrate it into my life. How am I going to integrate it? So the first step towards integrating, and if you don't know what integrating means, is like literally changing your behaviors, changing your words, whatever it is, changing patterns, right? So my patterns have always been in the past and why I've really given you guys a background of my life and how, you know, I've carried myself in relationships is I've always kind of lacked the self-love. Like, 
really like subconsciously I have, even though like I've radiated the confidence, everyone thinks I love myself, everyone sees me as a strong woman. Like whenever like I get into an icky situation with a man, it's like my throat closes up and I just can't speak my truth and why I have all of these kind of patterns repeat themselves. So yeah, after doing that hypnosis, I felt a lot lighter. I felt inside of me, like I got a download saying like, you do need to work on your self-love more, like a hundred percent. Like this is what you need to start working on. This is what the plant medicines are going to teach you and are trying to teach you. And yeah, you need to start integrating that and really living it, really embodying it, speaking your truth and saying no, having boundaries and all of that kind of good stuff. So yeah, after that evening, I just felt like I really pretty much had a date with myself, which I hadn't done in so long. And speaking right now, I actually haven't had a date with myself in so long up until this morning. And this morning, I actually went to the beach. I spent three hours just taking time for myself, almost four. I actually did, um, you know, my rituals, my morning routine where I pull my cards, pick my stones, journal, write my affirmations, all of that stuff. Then I did a kundalini yoga class. And then I went to the beach and I did some more yoga on my own. Um, And I tried to go kite surfing, but there wasn't enough wind. But I just chilled out and just really enjoyed being out and connected to nature, to myself in the ocean, which was so nice. And I need to start doing more of this because sometimes, you know, you get lost in doing things for other people or being, you know, whatever it is. So anyways, coming back to the story. Um, so what had happened next was once I had this beautiful day with myself, I then realized like, okay, Karina, you need to start integrating this. Like your message is self-love and self-love is only going to happen if you start undoing your old patterns. So with this man, for example, who had, you know, made me feel uncomfortable and who I couldn't be honest with, I had to message him and tell him the truth. Um, So when he had messaged and asked me if I wanted to meet with him for a drink or whatever it was, and he was obviously under the impression that I was interested in him, which I wasn't, I had to, you know, kindly tell him no. And I think that was like the first, well, maybe not the first time I have done it in the past, but the first time I wrote a really mature message, like short and sweet, just saying like, I'm not interested and I only see you as a friend. You know, there was no paragraph. There was no like, I'm sorry that it's hurting your feelings or, you know, as women, we try to like, you know, write these whole stories to make sure that we're like justifying ourselves. Like I was like, fuck that. I'm not doing any of that. I'm literally speaking my truth. And my truth is I'm not fucking into you. Right. And after I did that, it was like my throat chakra just opened the fuck up. And I was like, holy shit. Like, why was this so hard for me in the past? Like, why didn't I do this before? Like, what was I doing? You know, so if you're a woman listening to this and you have a similar story or you've maybe gone through an experience like I have, or multiple, or you're going through one now, then know that it is normal. Like this happens to everyone and, you know, to men as well, probably. So it's about really coming back to yourself, connecting with yourself and that self-love, knowing that literally if you do not love yourself and you do not value your self-worth and you cannot speak your truth and be honest, then, you know, everything else is going to crumble and fall around you. 
So when I realized that and I integrated those lessons after the mushroom ceremony, my life literally changed. Like it really, really took off into an upward direction. And the next episodes that we're going to dive into with peyote, with San Pedro, with ayahuasca and more to come, I'm really going to be diving more into this as well and talking to you guys a little bit more about my stories and what all of this taught me. So yeah, that was my mushrooms experience. And if you've never had a mushrooms experience or an experience in an intentional ceremony with integration, then I highly, highly suggest that you do mushrooms this way because it's really amazing what these plants can do, what they can show you if you just ask right? If you ask and you have the intention to be shown, they will show you. Um, And mushrooms, you know, this was a mild one. Um, Mild in a way that like, you know, it's not as clear as maybe when you do ayahuasca. It's not as strong, I mean. So when we get to that, I will let you guys know what I mean. But for now, that is all I wanted to say about my mushrooms experience. And I really hope that this episode helped you, inspired you, um, and that you really enjoyed it. So I will be back next week talking to you guys all about my peyote experience. Super excited for that. And for now, I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you a part of this journey with me. If you resonated with this episode, then please share this on your Instagram story and tag me at the Black Sheep Travels so that I can say a massive thank you and show you my appreciation. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. Please share this with your friends or anyone you know that would enjoy this podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about me or how we can work together, then please visit my website, www.theblacksheeptravels.com. You can also subscribe to my email list so that you can stay in the loop for podcast drops, blogs, freebies, info about my coaching packages, my ebook, and upcoming courses and books. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you here. 